64-bit legend. Welcome. Legend of the game, like GoldenEye, I'm more than right. Yeah. The perfect dart is dreams that seem to come to life. 64-bit, the shit, it's as real as it yeah. gets. We can yeah. talk sports, games, and music, take your pay. With the news, pull up and crack a brew. Smoke one with the crew, tune in and take a view. Watch. We're here to raise the bar from the lowest mark. Sit your ass down and listen, it's time for the show to start. Welcome to another episode of the 64-Bit Legends. I am yes. Bobby, K-A-B-O-O-S-E. Oh. Always looking for that hot tag is Melvin, they reminisce over you. Oh, there we go. Yeah. I was still trying to spell out your letters. I was like, did he get all of them in there? I got all that of went, them. That there. went fast. Yeah. I was, yeah. I've been preparing that intro for a couple <laughs> weeks now. It's a good song. I, well, yeah, because I, I was like, man, like, what could I do with, uh, you know, the name Troy? And I was like, yeah. oh, it's a fucking song. They reminisce over you. Yeah, it is a so, pretty good one. T-Roy. T-Roy. He, he was a dancer for uh, Heavy D. He oh, died. He yeah. died. I think he died in, like, some sort of accident. He fell off a stage. <laughs> I don't know if there was any fire involved. Anyway, all, look, all right. <laughs> just look that up. Look all that right. up in your free time. Well, we're coming <laughs> off a very successful music festival draft, a Legends yes. Fest. Which um, you know people are raving about. There is. They're, they're trying to buy tickets right now, and they're just not available. I know. Everybody's like, "Wait a minute! Do I gotta get like, uh, is it digital? Do I ha- Is it a Zoom thing?" And it's like, "No, this would no. be real. Yeah, this is in person. Get your camper. Yeah, get a it's camper. A four day fucking music fest. And it's gonna end with, I believe, Kanye West is the final night. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. And I, 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 it's gonna open with Jay Z. It's as a powerful opening. Yeah. Think about this. Festival opens, closes... With The Rock. With The Rock. Yep. yep. That's where I was going. And then it smoothly goes into Gorilla Fest. It does. So <laughs> let, check out Gorilla Fest, <laughs> the uh, episode. I forget which number our episode that is. So. But tonight we have a great show. I'm just imagining like all of a sudden like Kanye goes off the stage, and then a bunch of... like gorillas in cages are like backed into the grounds and just they open the cages and they all just like run out to the festival goers and it's like gorilla fest has now started <laughs> kanye's like get me the fuck out of here <laughs> he hops in a helicopter yeah, flies he's, off. he's trying not to get uh <laughs> ape shit on his yeezys <laughs> but we have a great show to hear tonight mm-hmm. um something new yes. a, a brand new idea that that could possibly you know have a couple sequels to Ha, no pun intended. Yeah. Sequels to this episode. Uh, we're talking movie sequels. Mm-hmm. We're talking movie sequels that never have happened. I know, and they should have. Yes. And we're going to break down how we believe they should happen. Um, basically, the the way I look at it is if I were to go to the movie studio yes. and pitch this, what would be my pitch to them? To get them to sign off on, like, yep, let's write the check, let's get this going, yep, make this movie happen, yep, and it's you know movies coming, you know, in, whether it's this year or next year, mm-hmm. it's it's we can't go back in time, nope. So you know you can't do a you know a sequel with an actor that's dead. I know. I really wanted to put Jack Lemon in a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I wanted those two in a movie since I was a kid. I never got it, but unfortunately, Jack Lemmon is dead, yeah. so I, we cannot use that. I don't know if you're familiar with who he is. No. He was the one of the grumpy old men. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm thrown off. Um, <laughs> why would you want that combo? I had this, as a kid, I had this 
thing of like I wanted to I had a vision I wanted to grow up and be an actor and I was like dude it would be a great movie where Arnold Schwarzenegger was like the villain and like I as a kid it was like me and Jack Lemmon Jack Lemmon was like trying to like he I had the secrets of something that Arnold Schwarzenegger wanted and Jack Lemmon was like no, I'm gonna get I'm gonna save you kid I'm gonna get you out of here but he's an old man yeah I mean this is grumpy old man time yeah. this is like so he's like your bodyguard. Kind of like he's like helping escort me, yeah. And then, like, at the end, Jack Lemon gets in like a robotic mech suit and like fights Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's in like a tank. And he's like Mr. Steel, yeah. <laughs> and they go Christ. at it. So, anyway, <laughs> or it, you could have had Sinbad. Fuck that, it wouldn't have been as cool. Maybe it could have been like Jingle All the Way, too. It would have, it would have been perfect for Jack Lemon. He was just coming off of the Grumpy Old Man franchise, and he also, I think, he did Odd Couple 2 by then. And I was like, dude. This oh, is what needs to happen. This guy's on fire. <laughs> he is. They were killing him. Oh, Jesus. Well, <laughs> I don't even know how to segue. Do you want to segue into what yes. we're actually doing? So, so we, like, I, like I said, we're trying to come up with the um, the sequel to a movie that, that hasn't... Well, first of all, the, the movie doesn't have a sequel already. Right. For the, and, and uh, you know, nowadays, you know, you got Dumb and Dumber 2 that comes out 20 years later. Yeah. You have, you know, a reboot of... Jurassic Park, I guess that's not really one, but um, it's a reboot sequel. They they do this thing where it's like a half reboot, half sequel, yeah. and you know that's kind of. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. Um, some of mine are kind of like that. Um, you know, I I don't feel that as long as the person's alive. Yeah, I think we, there's something that I we mean, can work with. I mean, De Niro played a very young De Niro in Irishman. That's true. You know, so it's possible. Very true. So. Yeah. Um, I don't know who's gonna go first. We yeah, have to e- determine that. Each of us have two right now. We're gonna see how you know how long it takes to get through them. Uh, this might be a two-part episode, yeah. but um, what we'll do? Let's let's flip for it. Um, okay. Is there what a do, coin in this we, room? What do we have? I. We don't. We don't. Ha- we're not prepared. See. No, I'm not. Oh, oh, this is a battery. I thought it was a coin. It's a watch battery. Um, we can flip this watch battery. Yeah, <laughs> what do you, sure. You want you want North Pole or South Pole? I got I got North. <laughs> I think. Okay, this is the North. All right, whatever. Just flip it and see who <laughs> what happens. All right. I don't even know why I have a watch battery. All right, here we go. Are you ready? Yes. I don't know if I'm ready. I'm I'm ready. It's north. Okay. All right. You so get, I get to go first. Yes, you get to All go right. first. So my sequel, my first sequel, it comes from one of the revolutionary movies mm-hmm. from the '90s. Okay. There's so many that I can choose from. Let's so many. And this is one of your favorites. It came out around mm. like 94, 95. As soon as you say this, I have real doubts that I'm going to like this. <laughs> it's going to be Dunstan Checks oh, In God. 2, oh. No More Monkeying Around. Oh. That's that's the subtitle, I'm No More I, Monkeying Around. I'm glad I brought whiskey for this. this is <laughs> so we all know that there was a star-studded cast in Dunstan Checks In. You had I Jason didn't... Alexander. Okay. You had Mrs. Dubrow. You had Mr. Dubrow. I don't know who they are. You had the kid from the Santa Claus. All right. You I'll had Lord Rutledge. You had Pee Wee Herman. You had I forgot about that. Um, yeah. the other kid that never did anything else. So <laughs> and who you got that kid. You, <laughs> you got the monkey. Okay. So okay. the sequel. So you know everyone knows at the end of the uh, the Dunson checks in the first one. That Lord Rutledge gets arrested. Um, he gets arrested. Um, the Santa Claus kid. Yeah. He asks Mr. Dubrow 
if he's got friends and he's like, yeah, I, I know some people that can take in Dunstan, right? Mm-hmm. So they ship him out to ba- Bali, right? The country, oh. the, the, the island, right? I actually remember the and, ending. And wow. they, they moved there, right? Yeah. And, and because Jason Alexander's like, I want more time for my kids and all this shit, and we mm-hmm. wanted to go on vacation. Well, they have like a permanent vacation at Bali, right? Okay. And um, so the sequel starts off with Lord Rutledge... Getting out of jail because he actually didn't steal the jewels. So okay. there's a technicality because Dunstan was the thief. And so, you know, his lawyer is like fucking, he's got like OJ's team, right? He's okay. like, <laughs> he's got the dream team. Yeah, he's got the dream team. They're like, man, you, none of your fingerprints are on any of this. Like, some monkey took all the shit. <laughs> So Lord Rutledge is like, fuck yeah, I, I finally get out. Like he keeps, he was appealing it and appealing it and appealing it. It's like Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> and he finally got off on a technicality. So he calls up his brother who wasn't in the first one. Is he a lord as well? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but it's David Schwimmer. Oh, from Friends. Yes. David Schwimmer plays his brother. Oh, wow. Okay. So he's not Lord Rutledge. We have to come up with a name for him. But, okay. you okay. know, David Schwimmer and Lord Rutledge mm-hmm. are like, man, we need to get this fucking monkey back and we need to get the Santa Claus kid back, right? Okay. So the Santa Claus kid is in Bally. Like, his, Jason Alexander's, like, you know, kind of, he's retired now. And for, for a second, I thought you were going to say he was retarded. And I was like, wow, what happened? <laughs> he's, he's, re, he's retired. I just spit all over the mic. He, he's not retarded. He's retired. <laughs> anyway, Sorry. he's he's retired. And like he's kind of just like a guest at the hotel. He still lives there or whatever. But the Santa Claus kid now runs up. You know, he's like the hotel manager. Mm-hmm. And he still keeps an eye on Dunstan, right? Because he's like his little friend or whatever. And so Lord Rutledge and David Schwimmer, they're like, all right, we know where these guys are because, you know, they can Google them. Mm -hmm. They know the names now. Internet's a thing. You know, you can look on Facebook and all social media. And, you know, the little Santa Claus kid is like taking selfies with Dunstan and Mm -hmm. like tagging himself. And he's, he's leaving a a, a trail of breadcrumbs gotcha. for Lord Rutledge and David Schwimmer to find him. Right. So they make the trip out to Bali. You know, obviously they're making, they, you know, wear disguises and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we check into the hotel. <laughs> well, this is where it gets crazy. It's almost like the first fucking movie. Really? Fucking Dunstan sees him and he's like, oh shit, my <laughs> owner's back. <laughs> so. Fucking David Schwimmer and Lord Rutledge, like, you know, they come up with a plan, but this time instead of uh, kidnapping the Santa Claus kid, because he's old now, like, he's he's probably our age, right? you know, and he's probably got, you know, he's been working out, he's like a buff dude, right? and they're like, man, we can't ki- kidnap him, but little do they know, Lord Rutledge was working out in prison, mm-hmm. so he's fucking ripped, Okay, and fucking David Schwimmer is like the fucking brains, you know? Right. It's the brains and the brawn. You know, let's make some money. Right, right. So they go over there. They fucking kidnap Jason Alexander. Right. Oh, the fuck, father. Yeah. So they fucking uh, what's that? The fucking shit they put on the cloth. Uh, to put oh, chloroform. Up. Chloroform. They yeah. chloroform his ass. Wow. And they fucking <laughs> tie his ass up and they're like, motherfucker, like you better. It's Santa Claus kid. You better bring that monkey here. <laughs> so the Santa Claus kid. <laughs> 
<laughs> no one knows his name. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. It's like, <laughs> it's not important. Okay. By the way, the yeah. brother, yeah. the brother was like, he was like, wh- like one of those, like, like I don't want to do what my dad did. Like yeah. I'm going to make it on my own. Right, so right, like right. he went to like Chicago and got shot or something. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so he's out of the picture. Like, cause you know, he never really had a career after Dunstan checks in anyway. Sure. You know, so fucking David Schwimmer and Lord Rutledge fucking chloroform Jason Alexander. They got him tied up. They're, they, they fucking write on a banana peel oh. and fucking put it like send it to the front desk. Like if you ever want to see your father again, bring that bitch ass monkey. Okay. So by the way, this isn't rated PG. <laughs> oh, it's an R. <laughs> they yes. going R on this one. Yes. It's like reverse poltergeist. <laughs> <laughs> they they skied it up for for adults because like, we've talked about earlier or before that like everything that's coming out from the '90s like revamp is like mm-hmm. aimed for us, not kids. Yeah. So it's yeah, like yeah. weird. So this is a weird dynamic. So they they write on the banana. They're like, hey, you know, if you ever want to see your father again, bring that bitch ass monkey. Right? right. 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 So fucking Santa Claus kid. Brings a fucking he he brings a different monkey right. Mm-hmm. He, him and Dunst are playing this out. They're like, hey, let's bring a fucking decoy monkey. See what they do, right? Right. So they bring a decoy monkey up to the room. <coughs> they open the door. Schwimmer's like, that ain't motherfucking Dunstan, and pops him in the fucking face. Wow. And monkey brains go everywhere. Jesus. <laughs> so this took a dark turn. Fucking Santa Claus kid is like, they ain't fucking around. <laughs> Wait, where did they get this other monkey from? <laughs> from the woods. Okay. I don't know. From oh, I guess fucking, we're in Bali, yeah. Yeah, from a tree. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they're they like, oh, shit. And Dunstan's like, I don't know what to do because he's a monkey. Yeah. So, you know, Santa Claus kid is like, man, I don't know what to do. They call the Bali police. The Bali police go up there. They have no evidence of this monkey getting shot, even though his brains are blown out. David mm-hmm. Schwimmer, like, fucking cleaned <laughs> off the gun, fucking threw it in the ocean. They're like, no, we're just guests. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know us. And so eventually, the, the Santa Claus kid and Dunstan have to come up with a foolproof plan to mm-hmm. get their dad back before he's executed like the monkey. Okay. Oh, that's. I mean, I'm not going to tell you the rest oh, because you oh. have to go and see the movie. Oh, okay, got it. So, so this is just the setup. Yeah, and then okay, yeah. and then all the action is about them trying to get yes. it, it back. Okay. Yeah. Now I had a couple questions I wrote down. Sure. Because it was it came up. <laughs> number <laughs> number one, what's the Santa Claus kid's name? Well, was, I don't know. Well, in relation to that, is this the the Santa Claus kid now? Yes. Is he the same kid as as? As just just as an adult, yes. or you get a different actor. No, he's he, he, it's him playing him. Okay, like Got it. he's there. Uh, fucking the the Dubrows are probably dead, so we probably can't get them. Yeah, that fat dude who was the inspector, he From, can he's he can, in Beetlejuice, right? Yeah, he yeah, can guy? probably come back. Okay, um, we'll we'll fit him in somewhere. Like he'll be like inspecting like the fucking buffet or something, <laughs> and then fucking Pee Wee can come back. Yeah, he's still yeah, you know he's, he's like like he probably. You know, he might be on vacation, or you know, they might like they might pull like a Family Guy and mm. be like, oh, like a cutaway, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like he's like fucking eating some stripper's asshole, um, you know, <laughs> while fucking turn. stroking his gun. Okay. So, or he could maybe how take, art imitates life. Yeah, you know how like, <laughs> he fucking shot, um, shot the dude from Beetlejuice. 
in the ass with a dart gun on accident. Right, okay. So maybe, maybe he can be like the movie's Cosby and dart these girls and like that, but they it only shows it for like five minutes, and you're like, "What the fuck is you that say, guy doing?" You say it like it's a role that needs to be filled. Like we need a Cosby esque person in here. Who's here that can drug girls? Well, no, it's 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 not it's not <laughs> ah, Pee Wee. Yeah, let's get that guy to do <laughs> well, it. It's a based on his character in the first one, taking oh. a dark turn. All these people's got lives got fucked up after that event in the in the regular hotel in the first one. Okay. So now okay. they're like, "Oh man, like you know." Pee Wee was uh, like begging for Dunstan's forgiveness in the first one, and Dunstan punched him in the fucking face. Nah. So, what would you do after a monkey punched you in the face? That's true. I would probably harbor that for quite some time. So, that would be a, a, you know, quite the grudge. Yeah. So, his life spiraled out of control. So, mm. he was like, What else can I do with this dart gun? Well, I haven't got laid in a while. So, he get take, like, literally, this is like a five minute segment. Okay. He, you know, he's just at the fucking strip club. Girls dance on the pole. He's like, yeah. shoots her and he oh I want to dance from that girl and she just kind of collapses in his arms and he walks away like oh, okay into so it's a, a dark room with yeah it's just implied yeah. he doesn't you don't know what's going yeah. on okay um and then the other question I had <laughs> is the monkey now it's been over 20 years I don't know how long monkeys live now is this is he gonna look like a haggard monkey like all gray or is he still gonna look youthful he'll look youthful okay it'll, it'll be like It'll be like a time capsule. It'll okay. be like, you know, monkeys don't age. And that's <laughs> okay. why... that's why He's a magical monkey. Yeah, that's why it's called, you know, there's no more monkeying around. Mm-hmm. You know, because... Makes he, sense. He, like, Lord Rutledge and Schwimmer aren't taking any shit. <laughs> okay. Fucking um, the... the, the uh, I was going to say Toy Story Kid. But the Santa Claus <laughs> yeah. Kid. The Santa Claus Kid, like, he doesn't know how serious the situation is. Yeah. And then... You know, Dunson's just a fucking monkey. So, like, you can't really get too much out of him. True. You know, except for eating bananas and throwing Frisbees and shit. That is true. So, and then, like I said, there's another cutaway showing his brother getting, like, fucking, like, decapitated in Chicago. Wow. Because so this- he was like, he, he was like, man, fuck my dad. He he grounded me so much for rollerblading in the hallway and, and going into the laundry room. Oh. And he's like, I don't want this hotel life. I don't want your life. And oh. then he, you know, he might be played by the beak because who okay. knows where the real fucking actor is? True, true. So Vanderbeek, you could probably get him. Yeah. So this kid is like, man, I just, I, I don't know what to do with my life. So you know, he tried playing like minor league baseball, but he was no good. Yeah. And then like he, you know, he had ends odds and ends job, and then fucking COVID hit, and he lost his job, and then he's like, man. Oh, so this is a post-COVID world. Oh, yeah. This, okay. this is coming fall 2021. Oh, okay. Um, so it's in production. Okay. So um, he's like, man, what do I do? My unemployment's up. Fucking Biden's the president. And he's just like, <laughs> he's like, what is going on with my life? And all this like is in like a five-minute segue. And he's like, man, you know, what can I do with my life? And then like some dude with like, a sword with like a Randy Jackson autograph on it oh, wow. fucking slices his head off. Jesus. And that's it. <clears throat> that's a fucking bleak future. Yeah. I mean, Dunson checks in to um, No More Monkeying Around mm-hmm. is rated R. You okay. know, it's obvious. And, you know, it's it's aimed for people our age that love the first one like us too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, because it was a star-studded cast, like I said, you know, the Dubrows, I wish, you know, rest in peace. 
Um, I'm pretty sure they're probably dead. But, um, you know, it, it's going to revive Jason Alexander's career. I think it, yeah, and, that is true. It will. And the Santa Claus kid. Yeah, it, definitely Jason Alexander. He hasn't really done much. And um, I don't, you know, he's not in too many dramatic films. And I think that this would be a great vehicle to kind of give him like a, a nice uh, send off yeah. uh, for his career in Hollywood. Yep. No, this is this is good. This so, is good. So, you know, and, and, you know, to see the plot unfold on how they get the dad back, mm-hmm. Jason Alexander. I mean, right now he's chloroformed. He's tied up naked yeah. in, you know, the bathroom suite. Okay. And they're just fucking, like, you know, throwing piss balloons at him and shit. <laughs> wow. And, like, they're, they're like, oh, you like the buffet? <laughs> and they go up, you know, they get, like, room service, and they just fucking throw lobster tails at him. Wow. And, like, you know, jiggle is fat. <laughs> That's really crazy. Just, just for some comedic relief. These guys are fucking dark. Right. Fucking Schwimmer, dude. Like Lord uh, Rutledge. Lord, Ru- I want Lord Rutledge to come in looking like Big Papa Pump. Like all he did was do push-ups to Dunstan's picture in jail until he, he got off on a technicality. Wow. I've, I, I, I mean, I think, I think I would green light this. This I is, mean, this is good to go. I don't know what movie company wouldn't. Yeah, this is a, this is a smart move. No more monkeying around. Yeah. This is the sequel, I guess, we've been waiting for. We have. I, I told you. You you had your doubts at the beginning. Yeah, I would see this now. I would def- <laughs> I would see this more than I would watch the original. This would definitely this, be better. This one be fucking awesome. Well, <clears throat> in, in that... Uh, try to top that. Well, so here's mine, my first movie. All right. A uh, little different. It wasn't a kid's movie at first. It was an adult movie. Um, so... I guess I just I'll just jump right into it. All right. So, my cousin Vinny. My cousin Vinny. Everybody knows that's a classic movie from the early nineties. Very classic. It's fantastic, and everybody's been waiting for a sequel. Joe Pesci got a little bit of a resurgence with the Irishman. Yep. Um, you seen what you could do with the CGI to make him younger. So, um. Ralph what, Macchio's making him come back with the uh, yeah Macchio Cobra, is Cobra Kai, but this actually Macchio's not going to be in this movie. Oh, so right. it's my cousin Vinny too. It takes place um, modern day, um, and it's um, so basically what's happened since the first movie. You know, if we remember, the first movie ends, he had to rescue his cousin and his cousin's friend from being sentenced to death for a murder they didn't yep. commit, and he goes through the trial, fumbles through it, but. He's able to finally do it, and you know him and his fiance drive off into the sunsets. Well, since then, over the last twenty some years, he's went back to New York. <clears throat> he's become a uh, he was a successful trial attorney. He's actually become a judge now. Oh, he's a judge. Yeah, so he's he's become a judge. Um, and it's the movie starts at about twenty. What year? Uh, I want to say. Give me one sec. I got to double check something. I want to say 2017, 2018. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Hold on. I'm sorry. I had I, I forgot to research this. Um, uh, I have a feeling I know where this is going, but I'm not going to jump the gun <laughs> because it might sound really bad. Uh, no. Well, so it actually st- – I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, let me take this back. It was um, September – No. 11th? September 11th, no. Um, that was 2001, not 2018. <laughs> God damn it. It fucked up my whole plan now. Son of a bitch. I, 
I really fucked it up. No. All right. So it takes place. It takes place. 2019. 2019. 2019. It starts. It takes place. And uh, he's 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 a successful. Uh, uh, dr- judge in New York, and it opens up where he's like, he's still wearing a leather jacket in decor, but he's got like the judge's robe around it. Yeah. He's still like swearing. He's got th- uh, thick black hair still. He's still got that going on. He goes into court, and he's always just like, listen, he's just will just cut through the bullshit. Yeah. Be like, listen, that prosecutor, he goes, hey, jury, that prosecutor's full of shit. That guy didn't do it case dismissed type of thing and he's just he's getting a big reputation for being the outlandish judge but he gets to the truth and he gets to justice he's laying the big dick of the law down yes so along his way over the last 20 years he has he has uh rubbed elbows and and been on cases with a lot of celebrity people in the new york area um and one of those people a few years prior that he had ruled on some cases for, some civil cases, has now become president of the United States. Donald Trump is now president of the United States, and it's become time where Donald Trump has to decide, by 2020, he had to, come, he had to make a decision on, we need a new Supreme Court judge. Oh, God. And he goes, Vinny's my guy. Now, now, first of all, a lot of people I could I could sense would back away at this, be like, "Oh, is this going to be a Trump movie?" No, no, it's very, it's like the Trump part of it is very minimal, and it's not going to be like we're not going to spend a bunch of time trying to make it realistic. We're probably going to get like John Goodman; he'll be in a scene for maybe five minutes tops tr- throughout the whole movie as Trump. He'll orange up John Goodman a little bit. He won't even do like a good impression. Like I don't even want it to be. You know, you you want the idea to get across, but yes. not, maybe not even his name. Yeah, yeah. If I could get away without using his name, I would. But since he's such a celebrity, right. you gotta you gotta go there. So anyway, he picks uh, um, uh, Vinny, uh, Vincent Laguardia Gambini, uh, to be the new Supreme Court judge. He is now taking over for Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who is now dead. So this is part of a the the promotional campaign is going to say on the poster, goodbye, RGB, hello, VLG. Vincent LaGuardia Gambino. Yeah, Vincent LaGuardia Gambino. I like it. So that's that's how, that's how the idea of it. But here's the, here's the plot, though. So he gets onto the Supreme Court, and it's a lot of, like, comedy of, like, you know, he's still, like, the rough, tough, you know, street guy. He's on the Supreme Court now, and the other judges, he's not getting along with them. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's a very... The, the vibe is similar to, like, a movie like How High, mm-hmm. like when they go to Harvard, yeah. I think, right? And uh, he just doesn't fit in. And so that's, that's kind of going on. However, there is a life-changing case that comes to the Supreme Court. And it's about these, um, it's these, these landowners in Alabama. Now, if we remember, in the first movie, Vinny had to go down to Alabama yep. to make sure they didn't kill his cousin who didn't commit the murder. So at first he's like, I don't like fuck these guys. Like, I'm not ruling, I'm I'm not gonna rule in your favor. And the case is there's a large corporation, some sort of energy corporation, that is trying to take the land from these uh, mud farmers, because as we know, Alabama's known for their mud. You know, they you are. get you get stuck in the mud, one tire spins, yeah. the other does nothing. You know, they, as they explain. Yeah. So these mud farmers 
Um, there, there's some sort of like legal mumbo jumbo. I'm sure we'll get an expert involved. They'll be able to tie it all together. But some legal mumbo jumbo where this corporation's able to try to take their land. And Vinny's just blowing it off like it's not going to be much of a case. Now, his, let's not forget, Marissa Tomei, his girlfriend, is, uh, and they're still fiancés. They haven't married. Oh, okay. So yeah. they've just been yeah. kind of chilling. So she's still in the scene. And she's following him around, and you know. And by the way, while he's in the Supreme Court, like he's still getting thrown in like contempt of court because yeah. he's fucking up. Yeah. Like the other judges are like throwing him in contempt, and she's got to bail him out. But this time, it's not like a couple hundred bucks; it's like a couple grand. And he's like in a, it's like a fancy jail, yeah. Supreme Court jail or something. So, <laughs> like, so there's that whole back and forth, like in the first one. Right. There's a lot of familiarity to right. it. And, um, but then, but here's the thing: he's got to he's got to make a ruling on this case. And um, he starts to his, actually his girlfriend. I forget her name in the movie. Um, Lisa, Lisa okay. is, is Marissa Tomei. So she's the one who's kind of like digging into a little bit more, and she's been nagging on him and everything, talking about like when are we going to get married type of yeah. stuff. And she's still like you know always talk about oh we're in Washington D.C. now. Like well how's the Chinese food down here? Yeah. You know like I just and he's like you always talk about Chinese food. Chinese this Chinese food this. And uh, so she's, t- you know, she's just taking pictures like a tourist, and he's like, "You're gonna make me s- make us look like we're still got like sore thumbs here, like we're in D.C. Yeah. This is the big times. The president put me in, yeah, as a Supreme Court judge. Let's not fuck around." And uh, but then then sh- they kind of uncover, like, "Well, wait a minute, what's going on in this case?" And through some investigation, um, it was uh, they went out to uh, they met with some representatives. Of this company, or Lisa did. She kind of went off on her own, separate of Vinny, and met with the representatives of this company, trying to figure it out, like as a little bit of a double agent type of thing. Yeah. And she goes out to dinner, and they have this Chinese food, which she loves. She takes pictures of it mm-hmm. for Instagram. It's you know the whole thing. And they come to find out, they're like, "Wait, wait a minute. This box of Chinese food is from a company of this Chinese restaurant in D.C. That, then they figure it out that it's tied to like." A pizza, uh, a, a pizza establishment that's also been tra- possibly tied to like a pedophile a human trafficking ring. Oh, Jesus. Who is possibly also tied to the Chinese Communist government. So then there's like, wait a minute, there's a thread here. And she brings it to Vinny's thing. And he's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. He's looking through her pictures. That's like the first movie, yeah. right? He's like, oh, look, this is me. This is me having to get out of the cab. Oh, this is when the Uber didn't show up and I'm in the rain. Oh, here's me taking a shit on the toilet. This is great stuff, you know, that type yeah. of and then, But then he realizes, like, wait a minute. This Chinese thread is going on. And he's like, there's something here. So he's like, okay, so we have to figure out. So he's like, I got to get my resources here so we can figure out, like, what's going on with this with this company, this energy company that seems to be tied to the Chinese government. And so he's like, I will, I'm going to go to the head of like the CIA, because they would know, right? Yeah. So he calls him up, and he's like, hey, you know, um, I'd like to talk to you about you know, this stuff. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're a new Supreme Court judge. Let's go out. Let's go hunting. Kind of like the first movie, right? So he goes out hunting, and he, there's like the whole scene again. Like it's a reminiscent scene of like, he's like, hey, you know, you think I these pants look good to go out hunting with the head of the CIA? And she goes, you know, it's like, oh, do you think a deer is going to care? If you go? So he meets up with the fucking head of the CIA and come to find out they're not hunting for deer. It's this, and it opens up into a very, there's about a 15-minute action montage because they're actually in like a fighter jet 
and they're going over sections of the Middle East, and they're actually hunting for terrorists. So you're seeing like these what? explosions, and these terrorists on a building are shooting <laughs> off rockets, and they're fighting. And he's like, "Yeah, there's a te- ISIS terror cell that we're trying to combat here. So strap on in." And Vinny's like, "Oh shit, this is getting crazy." And it's this whole scene, and then he asks him toward the end because they land the plane, and he's like puking, and he's like, "I couldn't handle it." And he's and he's like, you know, anyway, I gotta, I got, to, I'm trying to look into what's going on in China. I really like to take a look at your files. And he's like, oh, no problem. You're a Supreme Court judge. I'll give you all the CIA's files. No problem. So he walks in, but instead of like, if you remember, he walks in with like the big thing of boxes of files. Yeah. He walks in with a little micro SD card. It's like, oh, look, I got all the, I got all the files here. And then he starts reading about it. And really, what's happened is there's this Chinese plot to buy up all the farmland throughout the country so they can own it in the United States and take over the United States. And Vinny's starting to catch on to this, and he's like, well, we've got to stop this. And he's trying to put the case together. He goes in. And that, granted, this is peppered in with scenes of, like, you know, he's in the Supreme Court, and they got these corporate, you know, attorneys trying to plead their case to the Supreme Court, and he's kind of, like, doing outbursts, and the other judges are kind of like, hey, you're out of, you're out of control kind of thing. We're going to put you in contempt, stop, Judge. Stop your shenanigans. Yeah, hey, Vinny. We're going to put you back in contempt if you keep acting up. So um, eventually, Vinny realizes, he's like, he, he starts to investigate some of these judges because he's like, he's, he's butting heads and he gets like a clue. I don't know how yet. I'm figuring it out. Are all the judges Asian? All the, no, they're not Asian. But all the other Supreme Court justices are actually plants by the Chinese government. So they, he, he does an emergency hearing. He goes to like the Senate. And he does, like, this emergency hearing at the Senate. And he's like, listen, we're going to, I, I got I to plead the case here that all these justices are put here by the Chinese government throughout the years, and they're trying to take over the United States farmland. And then they're like, well, how do we know that you're true? Like, how are you an expert about Chinese politics? And he's like, or anything Chinese. You're just some New York lawyer that the president put in. And then he's like, my girlfriend yes. likes Chinese food. Exactly. And it was the best Chinese food she ever had around D.C. Exactly. That's exactly where it's going. So he's like, I don't, I'm not an expert, <laughs> but I can get an expert. And she talks about how, yeah, about like how she's an expert. And they're like, how are you an expert about Chinese food? Be like, well, let me tell you, <laughs> I had Chinese food everywhere. And come to find out, then he... He goes against it, and he ends up saving the country from communist China. So that's Vincent LaGuardia Gambini becomes the hero of America out of this whole thing. He'd probably get like a head bus. He'd be what? Like a head bus, like uh, one of those. Oh, oh uh, like a statue. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he would be up there, and then, you know, he, he would go down, and they would have to, like, you know, get all new judges, and he'd be, like, setting the rules for America now. And then, but here's how it would end. So I'm, again, I'm kind of skimming over. These are the broad strokes. But at the end, it ends with them, uh, him, and, and his fiance Lisa driving back to New York because court is no longer in session in the Supreme. They only meet so many times a year, I think, or something. I don't know. We'll get an expert yeah, to fill in the gaps. Yeah. But they're driving back and they're having a thing. It's like, well, now you saved America. Are we finally gonna get married? And he's like, well. Or no, no, he's like, I saved America, now we can get married. And she's like, well, I don't know if I want to get married to you. And it's like this, they start arguing, <laughs> and they drive off into the sunset. And that's Vincent, uh, Vincent. <laughs> well, it is Vincent LaGuardia Gambini, but it's my cousin Vinny too, 
um, Vinny Saves America. And here's how the poster's going to look. It's going to be... I forgot about a poster. <laughs> it's going to be like some prison bars, because he keeps getting thrown in. Yeah. You know, the trailer's going to have him getting thrown into contempt a lot. So there's going to be these prison bars, and he's going to be in his judge's outfit, but with a leather jacket and his thick black hair. And he's gonna, it's going to be badly photoshopped, where it looks like he's kind of holding onto it. But you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. some of those DVD covers. And he's going to have his head cocked, and he's going to make that Joe Pesci face. Like, ah, what? Like, he should have his head between the bars. Yeah, no, yeah. It'll be between the bars, and he's like, what? And it's like, Vinny saves America. And, uh, yeah, and it'll be like, that'll be the slogan, though. It's like, goodbye, RGB, hello, VLG. Huh. So My cousin Vinny, too. <laughs> question for you. Yes. Um, the Trump scene, or uh, mm-hmm. the John Goodman Trump scene, mm-hmm. can it be like as quick as uh, like Home Alone Two? Not, it can't be that quick because he's got to have a conversation with him a little bit. It'll be like, well, like okay, so like uh, Vinny's on on the phone, right? Yeah, yeah, and you don't know who he's talking to. Yeah, it'll all be phone conversation. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's talking on the phone, and then you get one quick shot at the end of the conversation. Yeah, with him. yeah, 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 because it'll be like, and he'll be like. Last door on the left, kid, or whatever. Yeah, the, you know, because then it'll it'll the scene it'll because it'll be one sided at first, and it'll be like it'll be Joe Pesci be like, uh huh, yeah, uh huh, and he likes, and then what he'll do is is near the end of it, end of the conversation, Vinny like faints, and then on the other end, it's John Goodman dressed up like Trump yeah. in like an Oval Office with the phone, and he's like, hello, Vinny, you there, you there, but he's doing like a Trump yeah. impression, you know, and then. Then that's it. That's the end of the scene. And he explains. He's like, I'm going to be a Supreme Court judge. And then it just, that's how the movie takes off. All right. I'd, I'd, go, I'd buy a ticket to that. Yeah. This is, is going to be fucking. I'm surprised there's no cameo from uh, Ralph Macchio. We don't really need him. He's grown outside of that. Um, I, I think that because. What about the other dude? Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> he's fine. You can fuck off. Like maybe there'll be a cameo. You know, now that you mentioned it, I should think be a cameo. I think there should be a cameo where like maybe it's like another like a phone call cameo from Macho, or maybe Macho shows up toward the end and is like, "I knew you could do it, Vinny. You saved America. You saved my life. Now you saved America." And uh, or he brings it like he brings like um, something besides Chinese food and like yeah, uh, was it Lisa? Yeah, she gets yeah. pissed. Yeah, like, yeah, I want Chinese. Yeah, this is Vietnamese. I don't want that. Yeah. I want Chinese. I don't want Thai. It's yeah. too spicy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's it. My cousin Vinny too. Right. That's. <laughs> I mean, I'm in. You sold me. I you know there. I think I, I think I skipped over something, but I I don't remember. Well, I it's mean, not important. All, my whole thing, I completely fucking winged. So. Oh. <laughs> no, I had mine. I had mine yeah, kind of planned out this seemed afternoon. Seemed like you had some, uh, some like facts and stuff. <laughs> behind, well, somewhat kind of behind it. I had my dates wrong, so I thought Dude, I, thought I thought Ruth Gator Bins, Ruth Bader Binbirds or whatever fucking name <laughs> is. I can't say it. RGB. I thought she died like bef- I didn't know she died in 2020. I thought she died before coronavirus. Would you call her Ruth Gator Binsberg? <laughs> Gator. <laughs> it's like her nickname. The gator. (laughs) She's going to be chomping at you. (laughs) Yeah, I thought she died before COVID. So I was like really surprised. Oh, God. That's funny. Um, Do we have. We got time. Yeah, we we go through two more. All right. So (laughs) my second one is a um, classic comedy. Uh huh. 
and um, your typical, you know, high school film. Mm-hmm. But now they have to go to college. Okay. And okay. so we're going Super Bad 2. All right. And I don't have a subtitle. It's just Super Bad 2. Right. Maybe Super Badder. I don't know. But the idea is that Seth, or not Seth, um, uh, Michael Sarah, mm-hmm. what's his name in that? Evan. Yes. Evan yes. and Fogel are okay. roommates at college. Okay. Right? They're at Dartmouth because they both, uh, you know, got into Dartmouth and they had to keep that a secret from Seth. So it starts with Seth, you know, getting out of uh, work. Okay. And he is a, um, like a security guard of some sort. Um, you know, he's going to try to be a cop after, uh, you know, Rogan and, and Hater. Okay. So he's like a security guard at like a mall. He's like a, ball, a Paul Blart. All right. And he's getting off of work and he's, you know, like rushing to get out of work because he's like, man, I, I, I'm going up to Dartmouth this weekend to visit my friends and we're going to fucking get fucking crunk and i'm not bringing sambuca this time i'm not bringing fucking kyle's killer lemonade i'm fucking we don't we're not 21 yet so we still have to we still have to use uh fogel's id is this like first year college like freshman year okay but it's like fucking 15 years later (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's seth it's seth uh not seth rogan what's his name fucking jonah hill jonah hill now yeah yeah so he's like rushing to get done he's like man i gotta drive up to fucking dartmouth and so he gets all of his shit like he's like you know fuck you mom like throws his shit like in the room like Mm -hmm. he he's like going to like community college like he's like a bum like I said, he's working maybe a security guard, or maybe he's like, maybe he's even like worse than that. Maybe he's like a fucking like security at like Hollister or something. Okay, where he's just like sitting there and he's like, dude, this is fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And um, so he just wants to get fucked up and get some pussy. And so he runs home. He fucking throws his run a cop fucking shirt on the floor, and he he's like, I I am taking my car up to Dartmouth. So he drives up to Dartmouth to visit. Um, Evan and, and and McLovin. Okay. So he gets there and he fucking like kicks through the door and like breaks it. Okay. And like he's you know he wants to make an entrance. He breaks the door and he's like, "What's up?" You know, f words. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, <laughs> McLovin is now bisexual. Oh, and McLovin really? is getting head from a dude. Whoa! And because we got to be woke, right? Right. So right, right. what's better than being woke? Because he got laid the first one. What's better than getting woke than getting a blowjob from a dude? Right. <laughs> so he he's like he, he's like Seth, what are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here until to, tomorrow. And he's like, man, he's like, I didn't know you were fucking gay. And mm-hmm. he's like, I'm not. I'm bisexual. And they have this whole fucking like you know. Iron Vaj of or Iron Chef of Pounding Vaj and mm-hmm. all this shit like you know one liners after one liners and then fucking Evan comes in you know like fresh from class but he's got a new best friend oh and his new best friend is none other than Jesse Eisenberg really so Jesse Eisenberg joins the wow. the, the, the fray and you know Seth is all jealous and he's like man he goes you know you guys are hanging out all the time and. And and McLovin is here getting blowjobs from dudes, and he's like, man, so many things are if it changed. They're like, no, you know, we're gonna go to these parties over the weekend. And it happens to be Halloween weekend, mm-hmm. so they're like, man, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna dress up. We're gonna see some slutty girls. Um, you know, maybe uh, 
with the fucking two girls that uh, um, Becca and um, Jules. Jules, maybe they'll be there, but they're not. They end up, they end up finding like different girls. But the entire you know weekend is you know them going to these Halloween parties, and you know just shit happens to them like the like the first one. Like you know they they go to a kegger and the beer runs out. Like, right when they get there, they're like, man, people have been tailgating all day, and so they got to find out how they can get another keg there. Mm -hmm. So they're like, man, maybe we can uh, use McLovin's ID, but McLovin's ID still says one name, and they're like, man, it fucking sucks. So they have to go get another ID, and, you know, fucking the cocaine dude, they run into him because, um, (laughs) like, he was he's working, like, at a bar, and they tried to sneak in, and he's you know, a bar back, and he's like, I know these guys. Like, fuck these guys. Mm-hmm. But then they go to a party, right? They go, they finally, you know, they, they go off the rails. They're just walking on campus. They find this party, and they hear something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, man, what is that sound, right? So they walk into the party, and there's a guy singing. Oh. And it's fucking Jimmy's brother. Oh, man. And Jimmy's brother is Eisenberg. Oh, so there's wow. the twist, and Eisenberg, and that's why him and Michael Sarah are best friends. Yeah, because they look like each other. They can both sing, so they were like, "Man, we should make a fucking uh, duet mm-hmm. and uh, be like the next Hall and Oates." Yeah. So they're like, they buy, you know, they're trying to like become like a band, mm-hmm. and McLovin's still getting blowjobs from guys and <laughs> girls. And Seth just feels like he's like, man, I'm being so left out. He's like, my life sucks compared to this. Mm -hmm. And so he's trying to have like, you know, like live it up and like being like, hey, you know, we need to do this forever. And they're like, you know, well, you know, we're we're, going to be sophomores next year. Like this, this can't, this can't last forever, Seth. And, And they're like laying down the hammer on him. And. You know, he's like, I just want to eat pizza bagels in your mom's basement like old times. And they're like, it's never going to be like old times. You know why? Because I have Eisenberg and he's got dudes blowing them. So (laughs) you better get your act together. So Seth like wanders off and he's all sad. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some like fat horny chick like is doing the same. Maybe like fucking uh, that the one chick from... uh, uh, neighbors too, you know. Um, okay, the one that the one goes that gets through hit the windshield. The <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, maybe she's wandering around too. And okay, like, like Seth is like, man, you know, life fucking blows dick. And then she's like, you know, like it's like it's like a split screen. Yeah. And then she's like, man, fucking life can eat my twat. Mm-hmm. And like they're like, you know, then they fucking like run into each other and they're like, oh my god, they're like blah blah blah. And you think they're gonna hook up, mm-hmm. right? But then someone runs by and punches Seth in the face. Oh. And she's like, wow, you're a pussy, and leaves him. Wow. So Seth is even more depressed. Kicks him while he's down. So by the end of the weekend, That's long crazy. story short, Seth hangs himself. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that took a dark turn. Yep. I thought there was going to be like a redemption arc. Nope. <laughs> there is no redemption here. Fucking McLovin falls in love with a dude that looks like Kevin Whalen, and fucking um, nobody knows who that is. And fucking uh, um, 
uh, Sarah <laughs> Evan and Jesse Eisenberg, who's Jimmy's brother, they end up becoming the 2022 Hall and Oates. Okay. All right. And that's it. All right. Um, wow. I was not expecting it to, <laughs> to go that route. So, any questions? <laughs> I don't know. So he just, he hangs himself. Like, how does it, I mean. He hangs himself in the dorm room uh-huh. with one of their sheets. And then they find him? Yeah. And, like. I'm and just, just, the screen just goes black. So they just, they walk in and they're just kind of laughing and like, oh, I'm the whole. The, oh, wait, wait. So they walk in, they catch him. They see it. They're like, oh, my God, Seth, go cuts to black. And the, do they do, like, the thing, like, the end of Sandlot where they're like, and this person grew yep. up to go do this. And this and person. Then, and then it just uh, it shows Seth and his picture just fades out. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. Seth, whatever. Yeah. Rogan. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever his name was in the movie. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, I can't, I can't knock it. I mean, that's a. Pff. I mean, it sounds, it, it, you know, super badder. Yeah, but like you know, like they have like as many one-liners as, and, and and everything as the first I, one. I kind of like that because if it's if it's if it has the same tone as the first one, and then just ends with that. Yeah, it's like yeah, we gave you what you wanted. Yeah, but this no one can continue living this right. Way. <laughs> and he's, this is not he, the life to live. He's so depressed because like you know he yeah. he's like failing out of community college. He's a fucking uh like rent a cop for like. A fucking retail store. Does he end up playing fantasy football with someone and not pay him a hundred dollars and disappear? Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I mean, he, they might <laughs> actually. He doesn't hang himself. He just disappears, and then years later, like it's like it fast forwards like ten years later, and uh, fucking Eisenberg and well, well, uh, McLovin and um and uh. Evan, yeah, yeah, they're like, they're like, we're gonna make a TV show, okay, or we're gonna make a web series okay. called, <laughs> called One and a Seth, <laughs> and they're gonna try to find him by interviewing people that were close to him, okay. But Eisenberg okay. comes in and he's like, this shit is stupid. Mm-hmm. Like this guy was a fucking fat loser, yeah. And like Evan's like, no, that was my friend in high school. And mm-hmm. like Eisenberg's like, do you want to haul notes sh- this shit or not? Yeah. So he's like, "Look, he goes. This is gonna be a good promotion for the Hall of Notes. Mm-hmm. We can use our uh, our our own music as like background music, mm-hmm. and we won't have to pay any licensing." Okay. So they like pull an American Vandal where they fucking uh, make a web series about okay. finding the one in a Seth. Okay. So, and the thing is, they use all their music in the background. Right. And so the show takes off. And then fucking Evan and just uh, uh, Jimmy's brother. Jimmy's brother. Yeah. Fucking takes off. Okay. So they become like fucking the next, you know, hauling out. Uh-huh. And then the web series is fucking booming. And fucking McLovin's getting so many blowjobs from guys and girls. It's not even funny. Like his balls are fucking so drained from wow. all like the coming. <laughs> you know, it's not the going, it's the coming. Yeah. And he like keeps saying that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And fucking, he is getting so much puss and so much butthole that it's like not even funny. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I like that ending a little bit better. Yeah, it's, it, <laughs> like you know how there's like okay, so it's like Clue. Mm-hmm. You know how there's like three mm-hmm, endings. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. they do that. 
Okay. It's like, or like the Wayne's World. Like, oh, the, yeah. Yeah. And they go in like, oh, you wanted a different ending? Yeah. You know? Oh, we have the Scooby-Doo ending. Yeah. Okay, we'll do that one. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Okay. I, I, I'm, 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 I like that one, actually, a little bit even more than the Dunkson Checks In, even yeah. though that one took quite the sharp turn. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I as a director. Yeah. I like to throw my audience way off. <laughs> yeah. Especially at the end. Okay. I you know what? I think and I'll be honest, I think uh Jonah Hill would actually like that. Yeah. Because he's probably like, Yeah, I'm so sick of being compared to my youthful self. Let's just get rid of that. Yeah. You know, either kill me off or have me lost in the woods somewhere yep. or missing. I think he'd like that. Super batter. In a, super in, a batter. in a theater near you soon. I like it. Um Okay. Well, <laughs> then I have <laughs> I have mine here. My last one. Um, it's also a comedy. A little older. A little older. A little bit of an older comedy. I actually had to pull up the Wikipedia on it because I wanted to make sure I was correct on a few things. Um, so it's a uh, comedy from 1996. Classic, but it was kind of slept on a little bit. Yeah. Like it's a sleeper hit. Um, and I feel it's... It's really good to do this one now because it stars Michael Keaton and he's kind of having a resurgence. Yeah. You know, ever since he did Birdman, he was in the Spider-Man movie. He was in, he's been in a couple other things. I've drawn a blank on, but I know he's been around. He's so been doing, doing some shit. Birdman too. No, no, close. Bird, Birdman here. So we're going to be doing Multiplicity 2. Now, you meant you haven't seen Multiplicity before. I haven't seen. I know I haven't seen the whole thing through. I might okay. have seen bits and pieces, but so I mean, the big thing was it was it was kind of set up like how Eddie Murphy did the clumps, where yeah. it's like multiple uh, Michael Keatons, and um, I think it came out before Nutty Professor. To be honest, I might be wrong on that, but I don't know. So around that same time, though, they were yeah. kind of doing that, and so basically the idea is Michael Keaton plays a guy uh, named Doug Kinney. Uh, so I wanted to make sure I got his job right, which is works in construction in LA and his job's constantly getting in the way of his family. And that's okay. the, the idea. So basically he goes to, there's this new cloning technology in the first movie, you know, and he decides he wants to go and get cloned, gets two clones of himself. Um, so then he can kind of have the clones do some of his work right? and then he can spend time with his family and switch flip flop from there and just have more time yeah. to do what he needs to do. And because uh, he's got a couple kids and a wife, and uh, so he gets two clones. He's got like one is like more of aggressive clone. He's kind of like more of like an alpha male wants yeah. to fight all the time. The other one's very sensitive and wants to clean a lot. Um, and then in, in that movie, they end up creating a third clone. The clones run out of time, so they're that one of one of them decides to clone themselves. And they get kind of like a retarded clone. Yeah. Um, and that's the one you've probably seen the clips of, like, he's wearing, like, uh, like flight goggles and ear flap hat, mm. and he's just eating garbage and shit and whatever. So, anyway, the movie ends, the first movie ends by the three clones going off on their own um, and moving far away, and they open up a pizza shop together. And... You know, the, the the lesson is, is like, you know, I just, he just needed to sacrifice his work so he could spend more time with his family. Right. He's like, I can't keep doing this because at the end of the day, this isn't helping. So that's how the first movie ends. Second movie begins, Multiplicity 2. It begins in 
uh, we'll say it starts modern day-ish, probably we'll say December 2019. So the three clones, they have their pizza joint, um, and it, it's actually very successful. They have a chain of pizzas, pizza joints all across the country. Super successful. It opens up around Christmas time. The three clones are, have their families. They're, they're each of them. Well, the two are married to women, and the other, the retarded one, is just kind of like whatever. Um, and they're either kind of celebrating and celebrating their success in the business because they open up another franchise somewhere, and they have their families there. And the retarded clone, uh, as they're celebrating and clapping and doing a toast, he's clapping his hands like a maniac because he's kind of silly. Yeah. And his hand falls off. His hand just straight up falls off. Not like blood everywhere, but it just kind of falls off almost yeah, in a cartoon way. It's like a break-off. Yeah. Like it breaks off. Like a cartoon. Yeah. And then the hand, though, ends up coming alive, kind of like Cousin it. Thing, thing from yeah. Adam's family, yeah. and is able to walk around. They're like, what the fuck is this going on? Like, that's crazy. So um, they go to, they, 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 they're like, well, we got to go back to the cloning company. Well, the cloning company... That from the first movie from 96 has been kind of swallowed up by like the government kind of was like, hey, we got to take control of this. Yeah. So it's it was like an agency that has the technology and they had to go like the, the original doctor is dead now and they had to find like a relative and then they were able to kind of get some help. But while they're searching for to get help, um, the the uh, uh, the more sensitive clone has been like burning up like he's always sweating and he's hot all the time because this takes a few days like yeah. it goes on they're worried about you know the dummy clone um and and he's always sweating so he's sleeping in bed with his wife and uh the sensitive michael keaton all of a sudden like his body kind of like the human torch become turns on fire but not as like intense like it's just a small little flame yeah. all across his body but it sets the the bed the the sheet on fire his wife's freaking out like what's going on and then it, he's kind of on fire he's trying to put himself out she throws water on him and he's out and it's like this whole thing and then eventually they get in contact with um someone in the in the government agency that kind of took over the technology is like yeah so this is part of the reason why we shut down this cloning technology is because over time we've seen that the DNA, like, it can change and it can kind of fuck up and you get these adverse side effects. Yeah. And they're like, well, shit. So it's like, well, how do we fix this? You know, because I don't want to die. I don't want to burn my family alive and all this other stuff. So they're kind of in a similar spot right? that Doug was in the first one. But now they're the clones and they're like, I don't, I don't want to lose my family, not just because I don't have time, but because of me, yeah. because of my existence. So it's a little bit deeper. There's a little bit of a deeper edge to it. By the way, you may be like, this is probably a half hour into the movie. Now, the original movie is 90 minutes. This one is probably going to run about three and a half hours minimum. <laughs> um, and you're going to understand why. Right. You're going to understand why as the story continues. Because Jimmy's brother keeps <laughs> singing? I wish. So, um, so, the, the, so they're like the, the, the doctor that's at this government agency. They're just like, look, the only thing I could do is if we can get... Who the person that you originated from, that you were, you were clones of, we need to get his DNA and we can kind of band-aid it and we can kind of offset this until probably past the point you'd even live anyway. Right. And they're like, okay, but they don't know where Doug lives. They didn't keep in contact. Like, they separated themselves. So they have to find where he's at. Well, the, here's the problem. 
they get some they have some clues, but they can't fly because sensitive clone it has the fire thing. And then the fear is, and there's like a scene that kind of breaks it down where it's like, well, because of the oxygen level in a plane, like you could blow up the whole plane. So they have to drive. So this becomes a road movie. You know, similar to like a movie like Dutch, yeah, or or, or something like that, where they got to drive a long distance and they bond together and they learn. So it's a kind of or, or like planes, trains, automobiles, yeah. something like that. So they're having to travel to find original Doug and original Michael Keaton. So they're traveling, and I, they got to go. He's he was in L.A. from the first movie, but he's moved, and they went out to the Midwest. So they're having to get out to the West Coast yeah. more, and as they're traveling. They kind of run into some shenanigans. Now, a couple scenes, uh, you know, that just stand out as they're making their their way through, um, is there's one in particular because the the dummy clone he keeps falling apart a little bit, like mm. little things, like an ear, yeah. like like there's a scene that I imagine where they're at like a um, they're like at a bar, mm-hmm. it's like a kind of a um, biker bar type yeah. of thing, western type of thing, and they are uh they're sitting there and the dummy clone is being a dummy but he doesn't have his he doesn't have his hand he's got an ear like taped to his head and shit like that he's got an eye patch and um and then something ends up happening where like the now now you may be asking like the masculine clone you know the tough yeah. michael keaton clone what what's his ability what happened there this is how he got uncovers it so the dummy clone is there, and he kind of ends up making a mess and spills something on some guy, and this biker is, like, really pissed. And sensitive clone is, like, panicking, and you see, like, little, like, you see little f- uh, flames show yeah. up from his, from his shoulders, like CGI type yeah. stuff. And then, but then the tough guy clone is like, you know, hey, you don't fuck with him and whatever, and he gets in his face, and he kind of, they push each other, and they have some dialogue back and forth. Masculine clone goes, spits on the guy's face, and to start the fight, the biker takes a spit to the face, fucking kind of like his head goes back and like recoil to it. And then he looks back and about to fight him, and all of a sudden the glob of spit that's on his forehead starts burning through his forehead. So he's got fire spit. No, acid spit, acid like spit. alien. All but right. it's not just his spit, it's all of his bodily fluids are <laughs> acidic, like super acidic. So that's his thing. So that so as this goes on. There, you know, so this fight breaks out, and then the, then the other clone, sensitive clone, gets it on fire. And there's a big bar brawl, and it's they do it in like an action but comedic way. There's a lot of CGI stuff, a lot of slow mo matrix shots or whatever. Um, Trying to keep it light, even though it's pretty yeah. dangerous. So another scene that I imagine is like um, they're in one one of the hotels, um, and uh, a masculine clone's got the got the you know acidic bodily fluids, so he's sleeping in the bed. And he's kind of, you see him drooling, and it's like this close-up CGI shot of the drop of drool um, out of his mouth. And it just burns through the bed. Burns through the bed, burns through the floor, goes down to the other floor, and like, the, and you, there's like a whole scene where it lands on like the cable to the TV of the room below, and like the guy, there's like a guy and his wife, and they're like, the cable goes out, and the wife's like, hey, the guy can't see what happened to this. Put back the HBO channel, and then the guy has to go up and like bang the side of the TV. What happened to Mirror? She wrote. Yeah, it's like he's banging the side of the TV, even though it's a flat screen. He's trying to get it to work, and then he reaches back, and then another thing of spit, and he burns his hand, and they have to eventually kind of run away. They're like, "Oh fuck!" You know, I burned some guy's hand with my spit. So, um, and then one other travel scene during their traveling stage is um, sensitive clone 
so sensitive clone is driving. Yeah. They got a car. And uh, in the seat next to him is masculine clone and dummy clones in the back. And those two are asleep. They're passed the fuck out. And he's driving. And all of a sudden, he someone like kind of almost sideswipes him and he swerves and he's kind of pissed. But then all of a sudden, the flames start going. And he's trying to put himself out while he's driving because he doesn't want to burn the car. So, so it's like, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Kind of. So and they got that song going on. <laughs> that'd be good. Actually, that'd be a good idea if it did. Yes, if that song was playing, it'd be perfect. Perfect homage. So he's trying to put himself out. The flames are going, and it's like he's driving, and he's, he's trying to panic, and there's like people with their cell phones out filming. Like, oh, there's a flame in the front seat of this car, and the car's driving down the highway. And then all of a sudden, like he's finally, it's a close-up shot of his face, of Michael Keaton's face, of sensitive clone. And he's like, Oh God! Thank God, I got it out. And then, um, and then it's like it it zooms out. It zooms out of the shot of his face because it's real close to his face. And now all of a sudden, you see the rest of the car, and it's all black and charred. And it's like the two other Michael Keatons are like waking up, like, "Hey, how much further do we gotta go? Are we there?" They don't even realize because it's all really windy. And he's like, "Oh, we got like another hour." And that's like a scene. That's like a whole like gimmick scene, you know. So. Anyway, so I that's they were gonna be dead. No, 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 no. This is this is a comedy. So, so that's the travel sequence. So then we get to they finally find real Doug, real Michael Keaton. All right, where is he? Um, he's somewhere like in like I, I don't know. They go like Colorado, some somewhere out, not fully out west, but they had to go west from where they were. So, um, they uh, yeah, I'll say Colorado, and. He's uh he they go over there and he's pissed. He doesn't want to see them. And he's they're like, no, we need to. Like, he's falling like, look at this clone. He's he's falling apart. And you know, and, and they're trying to convince him to save it. Like, will you won't you save us, please? Can, we just need your DNA. And he's like, I will never do that again. And he doesn't want his family to find out. And there's like a whole sequence too of like he has to like stash him in like this extra room by his garage, kind of like in the first movie. And like the while he's there, the dummy clone's hand gets loose and is exploring the house and he's got to like it's like this whole CGI like tracking shot thing kind of like the mouse and mouse hunt yeah it's kind of like that Jesus Christ so um he's so they and then there's like this crazy scene and he ends up catching it and he like tries to hit it and and the hand runs away so um, and he just pisses him off more and he just ends up yelling at him he's like you gotta get the hell out of here and then he leaves and they're like they're all dejected and upset so they're leaving, and this is probably this has taken them a few months to get all of this. You know, it started in December, and it's taken them a few months for all this to go down. And they're finally they're just worn out. They just can't do this. And they're like, I don't think, you know, what are we gonna do? And they're at a rest stop, and it's a fancy rest stop um, slash you know bus station type thing. And the um, the sensitive clone and the the tough clone getting an argument and the tough clones like you know what fuck this you know like like we aren't even supposed to be here he isn't going to be able to save us there's nothing we could do we're we're more dangerous together than we are on our own like we just need to go and he's like you know i'm leaving i'm out of here and he's like what about dummy clone we got to save dummy clone he's like he's like he's already falling apart and it'll be like a goofy shot at him like fucking he doesn't even have feet like he's just holding a foot in his hand like it's in the one hand he's got left so then they they separate and the sensitive clone kind of cries a little bit. And he's like, it's okay. And he kind of takes the dummy clone like a child. And it's like, we're going to walk away. Granted, this is modern day Michael Keaton. Yeah. Keep this in mind. 
And as they walk away, camera pans up from, does a tilt shot up from sensitive Michael Keaton walking away with the dummy clone version up to the TV screen. It is now mid-March 2020. And it says, fuck it, worldwide coronavirus outbreak taking place. Like, Snap. So... It, this is all happening. So time goes by, and they're all there's they're all separated. There's a, like a lockdown or whatever. Come to find out, we're gonna fa- fast forward because I haven't really been able to bridge this. But to come to find out, the the government agency reaches out to original Doug. They have his DNA from the original yeah. cloning. They reach out to him and they're like, "Hey, um, your DNA, you actually, I don't know why." but your DNA is an antidote to coronavirus. And he's like, really? He's like, yeah, can you please come in? Because we, we need to get your DNA. And he's like, okay. And he's panicked or whatever. And they go in, and they do the, they draw his blood. They run a test, and they're like, unfortunately, we can't use this. And he's like, what do you mean? You said my blood is the antidote to coronavirus. And the, doc, the doctor's like, well, so this is another reason why we stopped the cloning process. When we clone you, you it's not a re- straight replication of your DNA. It you are losing pieces of it. So in order for us to get the antidote, you got to get all of them together. Yes, you got to get all the clones together. They're stronger together than they are separate. And and they have to put their differences aside for the greater good. You know, first movie is all about how can I make my life easier at the expense of these clones? Now it's how can we make the world better with us together? Then they got to form some big fucking thing like the Power Rangers to fight the Delta variant. No, well, you're That's skipping. the third you're, movie. You're, you're all That's way the ahead. third movie. We're not even there yet. Hold on. There's more. There's oh, more. God. I told you, this is a three hour movie. So, <laughs> it'll be on Netflix. It'll be on Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Or HBO Max or something. So. Fucking. Oh, God. So he's like, well, shit, I kicked him out of my house. And I to- and then he has to finally confess to his wife. He's like, listen, clones, I did clones. They came Back here. Back in 1996. Yeah, like I, I had some clones. Yeah, and, and, and they came and I kicked him out of here. I didn't want him in my life. And now we got to find him. So the government is now aware of this. And they're like, we need to find those clones. So they're sending like the military and everything. So there's like these, all these action sequences that break out now where like the fucking, um, there's the sensitive clone is like he's on fight because don't, they don't know that their DNA is worth anything. Yeah. They just know the government's coming for them. They're like, oh, no, the government's going to come for us because they know we have these powers now. And they're chasing him. And he's trying to protect the broken dummy clone as he keeps falling apart. And he's on fire. And he's like, there's this whole action sequence of Michael Keaton on fire, blasting like soldiers and shit, trying to take him. But they're able to f- eventually they can capture him. Then there's another scene. And this is a great shot that I imagine. It's the fucking like the tough clone with the acidic bodily fluids there's a scene jerking off close so he's he's on top of a building because he's been chased and it's a straight shot of Michael Keaton like a back shot like his back silhouette looking and it's looking past it's okay so the camera's behind his body okay full frame from feet to feet to head but behind him is a bunch of, there's a hel- couple helicopters. You see a city skyline outside there. But his pants are down at his ankles. You see his ass. And, and he's you peeing. see he's pissing 
with his stream, and he's basically like, come get this, you motherfuckers, and he's just pissing, and it's like burning. Like, there's a scene where, like, a helicopter gets too close, it burns through the glass, burns this guy, and the, the pilot, he's like, ah, I don't, my I'm, face. I'm imagining, I'm imagining, like, South Park <laughs> when they have the fucking lice, and they, <laughs> they, they uh, use the shampoo, and they're all dying. Yeah, like that, like that, yes. So... Oh god. So they finally they finally catch him and they they bring them all together and they find and they're they're all cap they're captured in these boxes and everything and shipped back to the facility and they show up there and they're like what the hell's going on and they see original Doug. And original Doug is like I'm sorry. And he explains it. He's like listen, I can cure coronavirus, but we have to do it together. And also, he is now willing to give his DNA to the clones, so they it reverses their side effects, and so it, it goes. It fades to, so they it goes to the next scene, and they're they're laying in a, in the hospital beds after they've had the extraction of DNA or however they do it, and they all look at each. There's all three of them next to each other, and they're all kind of like back to all normal, four. or all four. I'm sorry, yeah, all four. Thank you. All four of them are all like in a bed. Uh, not in the same bed, but they're in beds kind of around each other. And they're kind of talking. And there's uh, some banter, and they're like, you know, you know, I, it was in M- Michael Keaton, original Michael Keaton, goes and says, you know, I, I brought you guys into this world, and I'm responsible to make sure that you can survive. And he's like a father now. He realizes, like, these aren't just copies of him. These, these are real-life people. And they have, like, a mo- moment. Sensitive clone has a tear come down. And he's like, you know, we were able to really... Uh, by putting our issues aside, we were able to save the world, and it fa- it kind of fades to a black, but it's not over. You think it's over. Fades kind of like from that black scene. You know how like an old fashioned tube TV when you turn it on it has that, that little line like poop yep. and it opens up, kind of like the HBO intro to yeah. like a show, like poop. So it does that, and we're close up, super close up on a. On a TV, like an older TV, you see, like the even you're so close, you can see the pixels, and it's slowly backing up. And it's a news reporter talking about how these clones, this Doug Kinney, I think his name, I may be wrong on that, but Doug was able to save the world. The worldwide coronavirus pandemic is now over because of Doug and his clones. And then they move on to the next story. And the next story is also, in a strange turn of events, the newest member of the Supreme Court judges, Vincent LaGuardia Gambini, has uncovered a communist Chinese plot to take over our farmlands. And it zooms out, and then it fucking goes back to black credits roll. So you linked both of them. Yes. That's how, and they happen at the same time, Multiplicity 2, My Cousin Vinny 2, HBO Max, this summer. So, so you, you linked your fucking movies. Yes. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Oh, we all been duped. You linked your goddamn fucking movies. Any questions? No. <laughs> I told you I really went in depth on no. this. No questions at all. <laughs> oh man well I hope you like our sequels to our movies <laughs> I don't even know what else to say <laughs> I'm going to be honest the multiplicity one 
I was I came up with the <laughs> my cousin Vinny one, and I was like, fuck, I don't know what else to come up with. And then that well, one just came together, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. Well, both of mine, I was just kind of <laughs> winged it. And, like, the super bad one, like, I don't know what uh, what else to say. Like, it's, you know, like, it's yeah. a fucking, like, it's like 22 Jump Street. They're in college. <laughs> and there's fucking one-liners, and fucking shit happens. I don't know. <laughs> they have to get somewhere, and it fucking derails. <laughs> just like every other fucking movie. Anyways, let us know. <laughs> Which sequel you would like to watch? Yes, we might do this uh, more with a couple other movies, but um, check out our uh, music festival draft. Yes, we're in the middle of a Legends Olympics. Mm-hmm. Check it out every Monday. Fucking Sam Wo's in the lead right now. We got to yeah. take him down. Twitch.tv/slash/MelvinTroy. Um, check that out. Check us out on social media. Sixty-four bit legends. Bobby Caboose. Melvin Troy on everything. Um, until next time. What you gonna do, brother? When all of these fucking sequels hit the movie theaters and you only have money for one ticket, brother, what you gonna do, dude? I don't know what else to say. (laughs) 